This is Gong Show Fantasy Hockey. Here we discuss all things to help you win your weeks and hopefully, eventually, win your leagues. So get in here. Welcome back to another edition of Gong Show Fantasy Hockey. So last night, there was some games. Uh, tonight's a very light schedule, so maybe we'll get into a little bit of tonight. But uh, last night, just notables from last night. Uh, Arizona, Marco uh, Carconi scored a hat-trick and an assist. He's a 27-year-old rookie, I guess. So uh, if you're looking for a guy, Coyotes do have a good schedule. If you feel like riding a hot hand, take a look. Uh, the stars, I keep going on and on about Willie Johnston, Wyatt Johnston. Uh, he got a goal and an assist last night, I believe. So he's going to be a draft day steal. Uh, I can't speak highly enough about him. He's fantastic. Uh, I, I, like I mentioned in the last couple of pods, I'm going to be possibly trying to trade for him. Uh, hopefully it's not too late. But uh, yeah, I want him on my team. Mo- uh, any, as many teams I can get, actually. So. Uh, other games, uh, the Ducks, McTavish is having a great season so far. Absolutely awesome season. Uh, he had a game winner last night as well, a couple points. Uh, I kept t- The other games, uh, Flyers, I kept telling you not to worry about Tippett. Tippett's fine, and now he's starting to come around. Uh, Wings, uh, the top line has uh, slowed down quite a bit, uh, Larkin and the Brinkat, but they'll be fine, just a dry spell. Uh, other notables last night, you know, Bruins won, Kraken won, Rangers won. Uh, look out for Cheadle on the Rangers, actually. So he's maintaining that good deployment. So something to keep an eye on there. And the Knights uh, caught her again on the second line, got a goal. So a lot of stuff happened last night. But uh, tonight is a very, very slow schedule. If I just look here, there's only uh, two games. So Preds and Canucks, Kings and Leafs. Uh, if you're starting, if you have Wall, you're starting him. Uh, I'd even consider starting Talbot here if you needed to start. Uh, I feel like the Kings might come away with a win here, but we'll see. And Canucks and Predators, uh, both goalies. I believe it's uh, Demko and Yo- uh, Soros going tonight, so I don't think you'll be getting into uh, any goalies there. Even if it's the backups, uh, I don't like the backups on either team to be honest with you, uh, versus their uh, opponents. So. I'd avoid I'd avoid that, but maybe Talbot's fifty one percent owned. Maybe you can take a look at that. Okay, so because tonight is such a light schedule, uh, there's really no reason talking about it. But I do want to get into some fifty uh, percent owned players and under that I think they should be owned, or, or guys to not worry about, et cetera, et cetera, stuff like that. So honorable mentions. We'll start at fifty two percent here. Troy Terry is at 52%. He might be available in your leagues. He has five points right now. I know it's had a slowish start, but his shots are still there. I would not be worried about Troy Terry. Right now, it's the other line doing everything. McTavish and Strom and... Um, who's on that other line? McTavish, Strom, and... That's going to bug me now. Okay, we'll see if we can get back to it. Oh, Vitrano, sorry. Yeah, that's uh, those three guys are really tearing it up. But this Terry line is going to come around. So I'm seeing a buy low opportunity on Troy Terry. Uh, listen, I know, and you can get him from pretty much nothing. Or if hopefully an owner in your league dropped them, because they do have a Anaheim does have a great schedule. So if you can ride it out a little bit, Troy Terry is going to be fine. He'll still have around 30 goals. It's coming. 
He's a good player. Uh, Zegras, I'd be more worried about, to be honest. But uh, Troy Terry's fine. His shots are good. Everything's good. Uh, another guy is Boone Jenner. He was 51% owned. So uh, I want Boone Jenner on my team. I know he doesn't get the points, but if you're in a, a cat league, 51% owned plus on Yahoo, he's center winger. That's massive. So I'd want Jenner on my team. So those are the two guys that are above 50% that I wanted to mention. Now, if we go to below uh, 50% guys, uh, sorry, Terry and Jenner both have uh, five points each. Yeah, so now we're getting into the uh, 50% and under own. So there's a lot of guys here. So you have Brian Ross, Tom, this is Yahoo, by the way. Uh, Brian Ross, Tom Wilson, Josh Norris, Michael Bunting, uh, Chandler Stevenson, Kadri is 49%. So it goes on and on and on. So there's a lot of, lot of great players that are in the 50% owned and under range. Um, out of this, I think the 50% owned are, I think in your league they'll be taking. I'm not taking. I'm not sure why they're 50%. Maybe some leagues are, are like 8-team or 10-team leagues. But most leagues are 12 teams. So these guys might be taken. But out of this, Josh Norris at 50% owned is uh, criminal. <laughs> Josh Norris, I know he's got that injury scare, but he should not be 50% owned. So if Josh Norris is on your wire, you need a center, especially if you have face-offs. Uh, he's on power plays. He's gone a great line. There's no reason Josh Norris should be 50% owned. That's criminal. Uh, guys like Rust, okay, Rust had a hot start. Uh, I, if you want to stream him, that's fine. I, I, I can't see Rust being a permanent member of my uh, teams on a 12-team league. Uh, but Josh Norris is 50% owned. That's criminal. He has to be owned higher. So if he's on your wire and you need a center, grab him. Uh, there's also Chandler Stevenson, 49%. I think I would He's not a must-own. Uh, he had a hot start, but it, he'll still finish around, I don't know, 60 points, 65-ish. Uh, but Josh Norris is the guy. Uh, Mason McTavish is 40%, owned. I think this guy's really starting to come around. He's got 11 points right now. Uh, and he's shooting a, a bunch, takes face-offs. So uh, this guy is a must-own. We're in must-own territory now for a 12-team league, especially because he has center winger designation. So that's huge that you can have that dual position. Um, another guy in the... Let's go actually to uh, lower than 40% because I think most of these guys might be owned. Check your league though. But out of the guys that are in that 50 to 40% range, I would say Norris... And McTavish, and with an honorable mention to uh, Lucas Raymond. Raymond, it all depends if he keeps that deployment. But those guys are all between 47 and 50% owned. So in that order, Josh Norris, Mason McTavish, and Lucas Raymond. Uh, so if, and Norris for sure should be on your team if he's on the wire. The, the, the deployment and his skill level, they, I can't believe he's 50% owned. Maybe it's an injury scare. People are scared he's going to get hurt again. But I don't know. If he gets hurt, just put him on your IR. I don't know why he wouldn't be owned. Uh, I know center's deep, obviously, but still, it's Josh Norris. He'll be fine. And uh, the a defenseman in the 44% owned is John Klimberg. I know he only has five assists, but he's still getting that good deployment. So if you're looking for a, a long-term D, as long as he keeps that spot, that I'd be totally comfortable with picking up him. Uh, in deeper leagues, uh, center position, uh, Pavel Zaka is 41% owned. He had a very slow start. Um... But he's recently he's come on. He's come on recently. And I think they moved him to the wing uh, the last game. They had uh, uh, Matty Potra between him and Pasternak. So Zach, if he plays enough games there, he might get that C center uh, winger dual position eligibility, which would be huge. Uh, and he, like I said, he's starting to come along. 
I'm not sure who's taking the face-offs, him or Patra. I'm guessing Zaka still would take the face-offs, but uh, you just have to keep an eye out for that. Uh, deeper, another deeper league is 40% old is Tyler Bertuzzi. I know he had a rough, rough start, but he's still getting pretty good deployment, and I think he's hurt. So if he gets a little bit healthier, so he's a watch list guy. Like Just keep him on your radar. You know, Check his Leaf scores every now and then and see how he's doing and where he's playing. Uh, but he's not a must own or anything. He's just a pretty, right now. I'd leave him there. Just watch this guy. Uh, Owen Tippett's thirty nine percent owned. Thirty nine percent owned. Like I said, um, he's starting to come around. I kept telling you not to worry about Tippett. He's fine. He's taking lots of shots. Now he's up to six points. So he, if he has one multi point game, he's he's getting up there. You know what I mean? He's right where you think he would be. Yeah, he, like I said in the very beginning of this podcast, he's still going to end up with 30 goals around there. So, uh, and 60 something points. And he shoots a ton. So, like, if you know my strategy, I always look for guys that shoot and are on power play. Ideally, power play one, but those are the two categories I go for first. And then I, I wither it down to individual categories depending on what's in your league. Um, Nick Schmaltz is 39% old. That's. Nick Schmaltz should be owned in all formats. He's, he's stapled to Keller on line one and power play one. I don't know how he's only 39% owned, but if he's out there, Adam ASAP. That's criminal. I know he doesn't shoot a lot, but just for the line and deployment alone and his got center winger el- dual el- eligibility, he has to be owned. Like, has to. Okay. So now we're into the 38% rostered and lowered category here. Uh, Bowen Byram's 38%. He's on your watch list until if McCarr doesn't, if McCarr is healthy all year, Byram to me, unless you're in a deeper league, I'm not interested. Uh, Nick Paul is 37% owned. He's had a great start, but ultimately he's going to be a streamer. He's going to cool off sooner or later. It's Nick Paul. Uh, and other guys in the 30-ish percent range, if you're looking for face-offs and shots, there's Michael Backlund. I know center's pretty deep, but he is there. Uh, Dylan Strom is uh, also uh, only 33% owned. I know he doesn't have the greatest schedule this week, but it's criminal that like, this guy is not owned more. He's line one, power play one. Washington turned it around when uh, they moved him up to the top line and top power play. So he should definitely be owned. Definitely. I know center is a deep position, but if he sticks to that deployment, he's going to have a great year. And Washington hasn't even done anything special yet, but they'll turn it around. They still have Ovi. They're going to score. Uh, for a deeper league, center again. Uh, you notice how we always tell you to fade centers? Look, all these guys I'm listing are 33, 34 to 30, 40%, 50% owned. They're all centers. Look at the next guy, Kotanyemi on uh, Carolina. He's had a great year. He's got 10 points right now, only 33% owned. So you can pick up a center on your wire at any point in the year that will get you 60, 65 points. This is why we fade centers if we can, people. Almost everybody I listed was a center. Uh, Johansson's another center. He's only 31% owned. He had a good start. Uh, If he sticks with that deployment and... uh, uh, of second of Rantanen especially, but on the first power play, if you have faceoffs in your league, this guy's a must own for you. I know there's only thirty one percent, but if you have faceoffs, I feel hundred percent comfortable as this being my second or third center. Uh, maybe not second, but third center for sure. 
Uh, Mercer's on the wire for most leagues. He's 31% owned, and he's going to stay there, even in deeper leagues. Until he shows you something, you keep him there. Uh, I'm not falling for that. Uh, he's, I don't even think he has any shots. What does he have? Maybe six or eight shots in all the games combined? I don't know what's happened to this guy. It's more than just deployment. I don't know if he's lost his confidence or what, but uh, it's not great. Uh, one guy here, here's another almost a must-own category, is Nikolai Ehlers is only 30% owned. So that's uh, really, really, really low. Um, I know a lot of people say, well, he hasn't done much and he always gets hurt. Yes, I know, but the reason I, me and a lot of uh, guys in the fantasy hockey world like him is that his skill level is through the roof. His skill level is absolutely through the roof, and he's finally getting that deployment. So this is his chance. For, for me, this is his chance. This is my last attempt of uh, Ehlers. Because Velarde's out, he's getting the deployment. Do something now or forever you're out of my life. Gone. <laughs> see you later. So, But like I said, he's got all the skill in the world. Let's see what happens. Uh, but 30% owned, I definitely, and he's a winger, uh, I definitely uh, take a shot on him. So now we're into the 20s, okay? So now we're getting into deeper leagues. So what I like in the 20s is uh, Ryan O'Reilly is 27% owned. So that's pretty low. He takes a lot, especially if you're in a face-off league or, or blocks and stuff. He takes a lot of face-offs. He gets some shots. He gets some points. He gets some power play. He's a, a decent uh, category guy overall for being only 27% owned, right? Uh, another guy in that 20-something percent owned is Pacioretty. Uh He's on the IR, so you should be stashing him because he, I think he'll come back sooner rather than later. Another criminal one. See what I'm talking about? Centers, guys. Couturier, center, 26% owned. 8 points, 94 face-off wins, 20 shots. Massive. And 26% owned. This, this is why you fade centers. I keep telling you. That, that's why most people recommend fade center. Because as you go down the list, there's tons of centers. You have Kuznetsov at 25%. He had a slow start. He's still getting his face-offs. He's getting shots. Maybe two a game-ish. So that's pretty good. Uh, a deeper league defenseman, if you're looking. Now we're getting into real deep leagues here. Uh, Mikey Anderson in LA. He's been hot lately. He's got seven points, actually. Uh, it doesn't take a lot of shots, but seven points. That's not bad for uh, a 23% owned defenseman on the Kings. The Kings score a lot. Another center, uh, a 23% owned, Rob Thomas. He only has five points, but you'd think he'd, he'd end up around 70 points for the year give or take and that's a center he doesn't shoot like at all but he does take face offs if you're looking for that i would say sam bennett he's only 23 percent owned but he got hurt again last night so if you had him and you put him in you got maybe i don't even know eight minutes out of him <laughs> and he was gone poor guy man he just it can't seem to stay healthy uh We'll see what happens. Uh, hopefully, it's not a long-term thing, but uh, he's going back on my IR. He's one of those guys where if he comes back in time and you're making a playoff push or in the playoffs, he's a great stats coverage. If you can squeeze him on, on IR plus if you have it or IR, whatever the case is, I definitely hang on to him there. Obviously, if you don't have any of those spots, you're going to have to drop. It is what it is. Uh, a 21% owned guy I like is Eric Halla. Now, this is all depending on what happens with Nico Heischer. Because Eric Halla is the next man up. He's got five goals, six points, 48 face-off wins, 19 shots. 
Uh, he's good, pretty good stats coverage guy all around. So this is a, a keep. This is a watch list guy. Definitely, definitely, definitely a watch list guy. Uh, just keep an eye on what happens with Nico, my boy Nico. He's had a rough start to the year too. That guy, but uh, hopefully. And look, there's my guy, Wyatt Johnson, 20% owned. Now, this 20% owned is uh, really, really low. And I know that because I play in a lot of uh, pretty competitive leagues. And almost every one of my leagues that are 12-team, he's owned. But Yahoo still says he's only 20%. So this, to me, is the most criminal thing. It might even be more criminal than Norris, to be honest with you. Wyatt Johnson's fantastic. He's a great, great, great player, especially in a keeper league or something. You, he's a must-own. So 20% is really, really, really low. Uh, all it takes is for him just to maybe get just a tiny bit better deployment, and we're talking uh, a, a breakout year. So I keep preaching Wyatt Johnson, but I keep saying it because I, I believe in him that much. And 20, like I said, 20% owned. And guess what? He's a center. <laughs> center only. So... The centers, we don't have to worry about the centers, guys. We don't have to worry about the centers. Uh, another defense. Now, actually, he just got hurt, actually. I was going to recommend OEL. He's only got three points, but he does still have good deployment. But he took a concussion. I think he got a concussion against the Bruins. So we're going to leave him out for now. We'll see what the... Uh, just keep an eye on the injury report there. Uh, now we're into the teens, okay? So we're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting in deeper, deeper leagues here. Uh, one guy that sticks out to me is Casey Middlestat, 16% owned, 7 points. He takes some face-offs, gets, it doesn't take a lot of shots, but he is playing with Skinner, and that seems to be pretty consistent. So I would definitely keep an eye on him. And if you're uh, uh, looking for D, there's Dylan DeMello on Winnipeg, good stats coverage guy, and he is only 15% owned. So you see, there's a lot of lot of players. If we're willing to look, there's a lot of players that are in the teens and even 20 and 30% owned that should be uh, at very worst streamable. You know what I mean? Uh, another guy, another defenseman, great stats coverage guy. Uh, he got a couple uh, goal and assists last night is Jake Wallman on Detroit. He fills a lot of categories. He's on the top pairing with Cider uh, as of last night, I believe, still. so, And he's only 13% owned. So if you're in a deeper league and need a D, Wallman is 13% owned. And to give you an idea, Wallman, look, the three guys I was talking about, Norris, uh, Wyatt Johnston, uh, uh, Jacob Wallman here, they're all low-owned in Yahoo uh, leagues. But in most of my 12-team leagues, all of them are owned. And they're only on Yahoo, they're saying they're 13 and 20 and 50% owned. In competitive leagues, these guys are owned. So that, that's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, another great D option is on Anaheim, only 12% owned. Uh, Pavel Mintikov, he's their guy. He's their defenseman now. He's their guy. He's their stud as of right now. He's got six points, 15 shots. He's only 12% owned. So that's a great uh, D ad if you're looking. 11% uh, owned, Ryan Graves, great stats coverage guy. He's not going to get you a lot of points. He only has two points, but good for hits, block shots, stuff like that. He's a block shot monster last time I checked, so and he's only 11%. So this is why um, when, when we're drafting, just to get, because now we're about 10 games into the season. Uh, when we're drafting, this is why my strategy is always look for guys that shoot a lot, right? Because shooting obviously logically leads to goals. So then now you got a guy that shoots a lot and theoretically will score a lot. And then to do that, 
to shoot a lot and score or not, you probably need to be on the a bare minimum the first power play. So I'm looking for guys when I'm drafting, and this is how you parse it down to your league. You go, this is the way I do it. Maybe other guys do it different, but I look for guys that shoot a ton, in turn get a lot of goals, and are on a power play uh, unit. Uh, hopefully the first. So it's deployment, shooting, and goals. And then based on your league uh, categories, like if you have hits or blocks or or whatever, or plus minus, or plus minus shouldn't be a category, but fine, whatever it is. And then out of the guys of the uh, that have the most shots, goals, whatever, whatever, then you start weeding down. Okay, out of these guys, who hits the most, or who who like don't go for just blocks or hits when you're drafting. You need goals and shots are the hardest hardest thing to find in any. Uh, Yahoo and any not just Yahoo in any fantasy hockey so you're first and foremost you're going for shots goals and to get shots and goals in the numbers you want they need to be on the first power play a worst case on the second power play they need to be on a power play and then you splice it down into your individual categories on of those guys that's how I draft it's worked out really well for me over the years so just a little tidbit of advice for next year. Uh, I really wish I would have started this pod in your draft season, but I just didn't have time. Uh, next year, for sure. I'm already excited for it. Uh, now we're into the less 10% and less owned. Another center, guys. Philip Cheadle, 10% owned. He, he only has six assists, but he's starting to get his good deployment. So that's a watch list guy, for sure. Uh, if we're in a banger league, another center, Scott Lawton. He's got six assists, six points, takes a lot of face-offs, hits, blocks, all that good stuff. 9% owned. Right? Kyle Palmieri, winger for the Islanders. 9% owned, seven points. Uh, he's on the, I guess, theoretically the top line or could be whatever. He's on the top two lines. Their first and second line are pretty similar, I'd say. Uh, but he's on the first power play, and he's stuck there. And he's only 9% owned. So there's a lot of value here late. So, and um, like I said, most of these guys are, a lot of these guys are center only. So fade centers. <laughs> Never forget the fade centers. Uh, another guy is only 8% owned is Baird Hayden. Can you believe this guy does not have a point? I think you're nine games in. He has zero points. Unbelievable. And Cooley hasn't done much better either, but I still think, I've been saying it since day one, Cooley needs to be on that top line. It's it's getting frustrating watching what they're doing with Cooley. They need that, that Cooley on the top line with those two guys. Hayden has, doesn't have a point. That's got, there's got to be some positive regression coming. So he's center only. He's only 8% owned. His minutes are, are pretty good still. Like He plays good minutes, so... There, look, now we're at 8% owned, and you can still get... I know, like I said, he doesn't have a point yet, but man... You can get a Barrett Hayton at 8% owned right now. Uh, another 7% guy, another center, is because we know what happened with Shane Pinto. The guy's smashing bets or whatever happened with the Who knows? Uh, Ridley Grieg is his replacement. He's got 7 points. Takes face-offs. Uh, he's, he's pretty much paired with Terrace Ankle. There you go. Center. There's tons of options available. Matthew Potras on Boston. Center. 7% owned. 5 points. 3 goals. He's now playing with Pasta. So this might be 7%. After a couple games, this could jump to like 30% very, very fast. So just keep a watchful eye on Potra. Uh, another center. See what I'm talking about centers? 
Thomas Novak, center, 7% owned. 7%. 6 points, 4 goals. So, there's lots of uh, available guys here. If you're looking for a winger, you have uh, Matthias Michelli, 6% owned, 6 points. And then we're into deeper league uh, territory now, obviously, obviously. But another guy, a winger, Marcus Johansson, 6% owned, 6 points. He's on the first power play in Minnesota. Right? There's tons of streamable options here. Um, tons and tons and tons. Daniel Sprong, 6% owned, winger of Detroit. The guy's got 7 points. He scored again last night. He takes a lot of shots. He's one of the guys the hockey nerds love. 6% owned. He doesn't get a lot of ice time, but he's one of those guys that makes a lot with a little. He's like a Kaliev almost, right? He doesn't get the best deployment that still finds a way to produce. Uh, another guy, here's the watch list guy for sure, is Bobby Brink on Philly. He's only 6% owned. He's got 6 points. Uh, and his deployment has been really good as of late. So this that's a watch list guy. And even if you have, uh, uh, you got to check out the Flyers guys. We went over it yesterday, the day before, about setting up this week. Uh, Bobby Brink, uh, Philly has a great, great schedule. So they, we're talking Bobby Brink, Owen Tippett, Cam Atkinson, uh, Sandheim if he's there, Scott Lawton, depending on your league categories, right? So there's Philly was our number one choice for um, for this week for streaming. Now, we're into 5% and less, okay? Alex Iafalo, 5%. He has four points. He's on top line and top power play as of yesterday, I believe. So there you go. <laughs> 5%. Now we're getting into the nitty-gritty here. Who can we find that's under 5%? You got uh, Kirill Marchenko. Man, I had hopes for this guy. Uh, he's, he's not shooting it like he did last year. He's only got three assists, zero goals, though. You have to think that's going to improve. This guy's probably going to end up at 25 goals. So right now it's 5%. It'll probably climb. The entire Jackets team, is the first lines aren't really doing much. It's Everything's coming from the, the bottom two lines. But you'd think that that 5% will raise. Uh, who else could we find here that's under 4%? You have Mario Ferrero, good stat coverage guy on San Jose. But yeah, you know, you know what? I, I told myself I cannot recommend any San Jose guys. <laughs> so I guess if you need blocks, go there's Mario Ferraro. Look, four percent. This is why you don't chase blocks in the draft. You chase everything. You chase goals and uh, shots, and then look for guys who block within those categories. Like I was saying before. But anyways, uh, Tolvanen on Seattle. Now that Burakovsky's hurt, he's gonna get a bump in ice time, most likely. Uh, I think I believe he's on one of the top power plays because their power plays are pretty even. Uh, he's four percent owned, four points, and Burkowski's gone for a long time. Uh, if you're in a keeper league, a deep keeper, a Byfield, four percent owned. He's got four points. He's got good deployment. There you go. Another guy, four percent owned, center again. See another center, Cole Perfetti, six points. He's not getting the ice time yet, but if that ice time ever gets up there. Uh, he's going to be good. He's a good player. So these are guys are all, these are all guys to watch. So keep an eye on all these guys I'm talking about. Click them on your little watch list thing, and just keep an eye. The one guys I would say are uh, Josh Norris and Wyatt Johnson. One of them's fifty percent owned. One of them's twenty percent owned. They should both be owned, Un unless you're in like an eight team league or something. But that's it for uh, players that I see that I like here. Now we're in the <laughs> we're in the three percent owned here now. Uh, 
So, oh, there's look, there's one guy there, 2% owned Tyler Radish. So if you're in a really, really deep league, he's getting good deployment. There you go. And I think that's it. I'm just checking here, just checking along here. A deep, deep league, 1% owned is Philip DiGiuseppe on Vancouver. I think he's getting good deployment still, playing 15 minutes. 1% owned. So when you're a deep, deep league, you can take a flyer on him tonight, actually. There you go. And Alexander Holtz on the Devils. Uh, if This is another one of those keep an eye on, on Nico Heischer, yeah, depending on how long he's out for, but Holtz's minutes should go up. Holtz and Mercer, but I can't bring myself to recommend uh, Mercer. Uh, yeah. Sad, man. It's sad. He's a great, great player, but I don't know what happened to him. I don't know. Okay, let's get into goalies now. Cam Talbot, 52% owned. Starting goalie for the Kings. That's a good team. That guy should be owned. It's not Copley. It's Talbot. 52%. So he might or might not be on your wire. But if you're looking for, if you're one of those 0G guys and Talbot is still there, go grab him. Vimalka, 52% owned. I know Ingram had a good game last game, but that was against Chicago. Vimalka, to me, is still the better goalie. Uh... He got shelled by the Kings the, the last game, but that wasn't his fault. If you watch that game, uh, the Zona didn't come out in the third period to play at all. They just did not come out to play. And Vimalka was actually really great that game. Uh, he's got a 926 save on the year, Vimalka, by the way. So he's a good goalie. The Coyotes used to need to uh, get better defensively a little bit. Like against... You see the skill when, they, when they're when they playing Chicago because Chicago's not a great team. But LA, LA, they held them for two periods. They look fantastic. And the third period, you just let it get away. But anyways, I I, <laughs> I remember it so vividly because I had Vimelka started in some of my leagues. So <laughs> that's why I, it's just burned in my memory. Um, Akira Schmid still only is 39% owned. His ownership is dropping like a rock. It was 58% at one point. Uh, it looks like Vanacek might have took the number one job, but he, can you really trust Vanacek? I don't, I don't know. So he's a, a, another watchless guy, right? Because I don't think he'd want to... If Vanacek has a number one job for now, I don't think it's worth rostering Schmid in the hopes, to be honest with you. So I can see why people are dropping him. Uh, John Gibson got hurt last night. He's 35% owned. But in its wake, you can get Dostal. I think he's like 8% maybe. So we're going to check as we go down here. So just keep an eye out for Gibson if uh, how hurt he is or not. Uh, Grubauer is thirty two percent owned. It looked like Decord took his job as of right now, so we'll keep an eye on that. Um, Decord has looked pretty good, so that looks to be like a timeshare committee thing there. So, and I really like the a Seattle timeshare is not something I'm interested in. If Grubauer is getting volume, then I'd be interested in it. But uh, a Seattle team timeshare, I, I, I don't want to touch it. Merz Lankins, only 31% owned. He's the guy in Columbus. Uh, they're not the greatest team, but he is getting volume, and he's 31% owned. Uh, Campbell is 28% owned for the Oilers. That's another timeshare situation. So if you have Skinner, maybe you think you might want to handcuff him if you see Campbell there. Because Skinner is no guarantee that he's hanging on to that job. We're... Oh, there he is. I just missed him. Lucas Dostal, 9% owned. If, if Gibson is hurt for a while, Dostal's the guy. He's going to get tons and tons of volume. And Anaheim is actually showing that he's 
They're, they're competing, Anaheim. Dostal is, has four wins already. He's 4-1 and one with a 921 save at 9% owned. And he's going to get the volume if Gibson is out. So that's something to definitely keep on your radar is Lucas Dostal at 9% owned. That's not going to stay at 9%. It just won't. Uh, there's Connor Ingram at 9%. That's a timeshare in Phoenix right now in Arizona. I still think Vimelka is the better goalie, but I think it'll be a timeshare situation. Uh, they started Ingram against Chicago because I think that was the, the <laughs> they gave him the easy start, easier start to be honest. But he's only nine percent. Joey Decord, Seattle, six percent. That's again, that's a Seattle timeshare. I'm not interested in. There also is guys like Spencer Knight, five percent. Uh, if something happens to Bobrovsky, this guy's ownership is going to go to 60%. <laughs> so, because he's the, clearly the, the guy there, but he's NA, so I don't think you can get anyone on your NA. Uh, Dustin Wolf is 4%. Keep an eye on Dustin Wolf because Markstrom hasn't looked the greatest. Vladar is not the guy. They're eventually going to trade Vladar, and Wolf is going to be backing up Markstrom. And potentially, if because Calgary wants to win. So if Wolf comes up and plays great, they'll be starting him over Markstrom. This isn't uh, Daryl Sutter loyalty to Markstrom. Uh, if Markstrom's not playing great and Wolf is, and Wolf's up and Wolf plays great, they'll start Wolf over Markstrom. I don't care about the salary. They will. So that's watch list guy for me is Dustin Wolf. Uh, one last goalie to keep an eye on is only 3% is Joel Hofer. On St. Louis, St. Louis is not a good team, but this is a great, great goalie by all accounts. And Bennington is crazy, so who knows? <laughs> he might punch someone and be gone for 10 games, so who knows what to expect. But Joel Hofer has a great pedigree, great goalie. All right, so that's it. That's all your uh, own guys that I'd be targeting based on your league uh, settings, right? And uh, your, the, how big your league is. So we went through all the players. There's tons and tons of, of players available. So keep an eye on, and listen, if there's guys that are higher owned for whatever reason that are on your wire, go with those guys. Like don't, don't, this is just on one of my leagues or a couple of my leagues, what they're, you know what I mean? There, there might be, maybe there's a guy in your league that's 80% owned and's available on the wire. Grab him instead. So <laughs> if he's good, so there's lots and lots and lots of great, great players for tonight. Uh, not just tonight, but for in general, right? For depending on your league uh, settings. So lots of guys to add. Uh, and now we'll get, because tonight's a light night. So we just thought we'd go over some ownership percentages that I thought. But uh, ultimately, it's Norris, uh, White Johnson. And who is the other guy? Uh, Norris and Johnson stick out to me the most. That I remember going down to it. They should be both owned higher. Uh, tonight, if you're looking for money line picks, I'm going to go uh, Canucks and Kings. I feel like the Kings uh, will come out strong with a good road game today. Leafs have been hot lately. Wolves have been hot lately. So, not that it'll come to an end. I think ultimately Wolves are a great goalie, but I can see the Kings winning an OT here. That's just a, a pure gut feeling. Uh, my picks have been pretty good for the last month or so. So, I'd, I'd consider them. I'm going to be betting on the Kings and the Canucks. All right. Thanks a lot. Thanks, everybody. 
I'd really appreciate it if everyone could rate, like, and follow. It's been a blast. Till next time.